0: Philosopher physicists postulate that it was not merely one celestial event, but a combination of the fiery trigon—the conjunction of Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars—the appearance and subsequent disappearance of a new star in the heavens, and the metaphysical energy produced by the solar eclipse that aided the successful gunpowder-plot explosion of 1605 in creating the Forks Schism— which fractured off a pocket of the British Prime or Known Universe, and facilitated the mutual juxtaposed existence of the Secondary and Tertiary Universes, commonly referred to as the Second Kingdom and Nodnol, respectively. All Hallow's Eve, roughly a week before the anniversary of the Blast, and the legendary fabled night when the veil between the living and the dead is lifted, ironically— "'became the day on which the energies of these multiverse bonds are the strongest. "'Instead of ghosts, persons, places, and objects, "'are pulled seemingly at random from the tertiary world into the secondary, "'or the secondary into the prime, "'the former of each universe plane pairing being the less stable of the two. "'Edith slid her finger down the yellowed page.' and read the passage a third time. Damn and blast! Only a bleeding idiot tried to study on holiday. Masked merrymakers filled the pub in varying states of dress and drunkenness. Thankfully, nobody wanted to waste precious partying time on a busybody with her nose stuck in a book. Edith reached for her tea, only to realise her cup was empty. A hand appeared before her, holding a tumbler of ice and pungent amber liquid. Damn and blast! She'd gone and jinxed herself. The hand was attached to an older gentleman in a three-piece suit and bow tie. Her father had once taught every day in a suit like that. He'd been buried in it, too, per his wishes. The stranger stood patiently by, while Edith took his measure. He had kind green-grey eyes, a friendly smile, and lacked the predatory air surrounding most terminally single men, so Edith motioned for him to take the chair across from her. A rare occurrence, to be sure. "'Hello,' Hello, said Edith. "'Hello,' said the stranger. "'Do I know you?' He just kept smiling. You looked bored and thirsty. He shifted the spine on her musty textbook. Gladney and Coulter. Brilliant. Are you a genius or a masochist? Mostly I use it to intimidate strange men. Those agate green eyes twinkled. And when that doesn't work... "'I hit them with it.' "'Excellent plan.' "'He lifted his tumbler in salutation, "'and Edith looked down at her own. "'McAllen, splash of water.' "'She held the glass up to the dim lights. "'And a drop of quicksilver?' "'My dear Miss Hornby, first off, I would never blaspheme "'the single malt gods with such a contamination.' Secondly, if the Honorable Mrs. Gladney and Coulter couldn't knock you out, the most fashionable date-rape drug of choice hasn't a chance. Furthermore, he took a sip. If I rendered you unconscious, then I'd be bored. That would be a shame. Edith laughed, despite herself.